I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. If you're a teacher in Washington County, uh, that's the St. George area down south, and you need to take a mental health day, school district wants to remind you that you cannot use a sick day for a mental health day. If you want to take a mental health day, you have to use one of your four days of personal leave. Yeah, that didn't go over super well with the teachers. <laughs> Like, if you need a mental health day, folks, you can't use a sick day. Uh, Kind of, right? That's how they heard it. That's how the email was interpreted. But, I mean, let's be honest. The mental health day, sick days, there's a pretty common joke, right? Is this really a sick day or is this just a sick of work day? Can I read you the email? We've got a copy of it here. I'm holding it in my left hand. It goes out from the HR Executive Director, Executive Director of Human Resources for the Washington County School District. And it says at the top, please share this email with your staff. We are concerned with the trend of using sick leave to take a, and in quotes, much needed break from the stresses of work. Employees often refer to it as a, in quotes, mental health day. Regretfully, the, in quotes, mental health day reasoning is a misconception among some employees. Cannot use sick leave to get away from the stresses of work and enjoy some time off. They can use personal leave for that purpose. Yeah. Amy Barton uh, is a teacher, a second grade teacher in Washington County. She's the president of the Washington County Education Association. And uh, I asked her, what, what was your reaction when they sent out the email? I I was a little frustrated by the tone because immediately we started hearing from members who were understandably confused and upset, but I I know that the intent was to clarify that, that sick days can't be used essentially as vacation days or as stress relief days on the job. They can be used as mental health days. If the employee is experiencing mental health difficulties and working with their physician to address those. And that was an important part of the story was if you're working with a physician and you really are struggling with depression, anxiety, something, uh, you're working with a doctor or a mental health uh, provider. If you're working, they will allow you to have a mental health day, but it almost needs to be doctor recommended, right? You need permission. You need a doctor's note. And and I asked her, I said, do you think that this email had to come out because people were abusing the system? There had to have been some cases of misuse in order for this email to be triggered. Do I wish that those had been addressed individually? And I assume that they were. Yeah, that's always the better way than sort of a scatter shot into the flock. Yeah. <laughs> you send out an email like a an a reply all or to 
Send this to all employees. Please share this email with your staff. <laughs> so can, did did you read the last paragraph? Yes. The last par- Yeah. Uh, the the HR director I'm just I'm just going to say it like it, like it reads to me. He he calls on teachers to tattle on other teachers. <laughs> is, that, is that a good way of putting it? Let me read it out loud. We ask you to help us by reporting sick leave abuse and avoiding the temptation to use it for anything other than qualified health care needs. We ask you to help us by reporting sick leave abuse. Making a tattletale out of all the teachers. Snitches get stitches. Isn't mental health health? Yes. Okay. I think we've established that. It's taken us a long time. Yeah. It's taken us my entire career to establish mental health as health. But let's let's be honest. There are parameters, right? And just like there's a time if you wake up in the morning and you have a slight headache, take some Tylenol, get to work. What? Right? I almost took a sick day today because I woke up with a massive headache this okay, morning. Okay, that's fine. I think, it's, that's... I think it's bordering right now on a migraine. <laughs> okay. No, I mean it. Listen, and you're laughing. If you have a migraine, awesome. Take the day off. Okay. If I, I said... <laughs> If you wake up with a little headache, if I stub my toe, I can show up to work, right? It's taking advantage of the system. If every time you feel less than 100%, you're like, well, today is the sick day. But don't they have to provide a doctor's note or something down there as a teacher in the Washington County If you're a teacher and you're an adult and your employer asks you for a doctor's note, how do you feel about that? Yeah. You know how I feel about that. I was able recently to get a doctor's note just from telehealth. So it wasn't too hard. That note just says that you were seen or are under the care of the physician, and this is the return date, and they'll put the date. It doesn't share the specifics of why you're being seen. Now, part of the reason that the school district is kind of cracking down on the sick days is because they don't budget for sick days, right? They, they give you your personal days. They figure that into the budget, but they don't expect everybody to use those 10 sick days. Um, if they did, there's 1,500 teachers down in the Washington County School District. That would be 15,000 sick days. If everybody mm-hmm. used everything, if they used all 10 of their sick days, that would be 15,000 sick days in a school year. Do do we want a teacher who's experiencing a momentary mental health situation to not call in sick or to not feel like they can take the day off? Personally, my feeling is if a teacher is having a mental health issue or feels as though they're just so weighted down by everything that a day away from the kids, the classroom, from handing out tests, from collecting papers, from keeping kids in line, from answering to administrators, to reading wild emails from the HR department. That's okay. Why not just allow them to do that where they have to qualify whether it's a sick day or not a sick day? Why do we overcomplicate this? I think because at some point you have to be able to expect your employee to show up. Your job is going to be stressful. Just because you're a school teacher does not mean you 
you are the only person that is experiencing stress on the job. And, And let's not forget this. Teachers are contracted for 183 days a year. 183 days on, 182 days off. The average person works 260 days. So they already have a built-in buffer. There's a lot they, of days off Do you think they teachers. work on weekends, though, like grading papers, or do you think they just blow that off? Do you think I'm, they work at night grading papers, or do you think they just blow that off? Do you ever work outside of your All regularly scheduled All hours? All the time. Yeah, that's what we do. Okay. But sometimes you might need a break. Is it not a mental health day for a teacher okay? I feel like this email shamed these teachers for taking a mental health day or shamed everybody like Amy Barton teach second grade teacher Amy Barton said it you like they 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 fired into the flock when maybe they just needed to address one or one or two teachers who are abusing the system. My feeling is whenever I hear criticism, if the criticism doesn't apply to me, I'm not offended. Usually I'm offended when I'm guilty. I like what the HR director wrote at the top of the next email. (laughs) Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. There was another email that went out. Should we talk about that in a moment? Sure. Okay. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Let's take phone calls. Dave and the I can see your point of view. Some of you are saying, like, look, teachers get several weeks off in the summer. Uh, they get a holiday break. Uh, they get a spring break. And so if they're having a mental health crisis in the middle of February after they've dug themselves out of four feet of snow around their home and they've gotten to the school and they're dealing with rowdy kids and and bad parents and an administration that's leaning on them, why in the world would they have a mental health crisis then? I mean, they just had three months off last summer. You see where I'm coming from on this? When you're having a mental health moment and you need time away from the workplace, it doesn't matter if you had three months of vacation, three weeks of vacation, seven months ago. What matters is you're having a hard time right now. I think teachers deserve to have a mental health day without having to explain it to the boss. I don't think teachers have a monopoly on stress. You and I show up to work you know, every day, and there's stresses in our job. I mean, your co-host is the worst. Like You have to deal with that guy every single day. There's a lot of stress in there. If you're having a genuine mental health crisis, absolutely. Go get your help. Uh, if you need to take some time off, that is totally fine. And the Washington County School District 
does allow that. If you're working with a mental health professional, if you're working with your doctor, and they say you need some time off, they allow for that. You can use sick days for that. I think what they're saying is if you've got a little stress, if you would like to have the day off, if it would be nice, uh, you can't use a sick day for that. If it's crucial, then you can. Uh, This is happening in uh, southern Utah in the St. George area, like Dave and I have been saying. And an email went out. Dave, when I'm explaining the emails to those that are just tuning in, why don't you tee up some of those phone calls that we're getting right now? 801-575-TALK. Should teachers be allowed to take a mental health day? The first email goes out from the HR department saying, we're concerned with a trend of using sick leave to take a, quote, much-needed break from all the stresses of work. Employees often refer to it as a, quote, mental health day. Regretfully, the, quote, mental health day reasoning is a misconception among some employees. Well, guess what? There's some backlash, and then there's a follow-up email that goes out, and it begins like this. I would like to apologize for the tone of my original email about abuse of sick leave and mental health days. It was not my goal to make anyone feel like their mental health was not important, nor to hurt morale among our staff members. Let's jump out to the phone lines right now. Todd in Weber County. Todd, what do you think about mental health days for teachers? Well, uh, I have a wife who teaches first grade, and I've seen some of the issues that you're referring to. But honestly, there's a lot of pressure from administrators. There's a lot of pressure from parents. Um, there's parents who don't directly deal with the teacher. They complain to the administration. And so these teachers are under a lot of different um, stressors. The kids are disruptive. They come to school not prepared. They come in and they make the classroom difficult for these teachers. It's no wonder why these teachers are having mental breakdowns. There's there's just things coming at them from every direction. And I feel bad for them. And I can see why teachers only last five years on average in the state of Utah. Todd, let me ask you this. When you were describing the pressures from administration and parents, I thought if, if your wife or another teacher has 30 kids in their class and they have two parents who are involved uh, right there, that's basically 90 customers all at once that they're trying to deal with between the parents and the kids. And then you throw on top of that the administration and then any other outside forces. And I wonder if any of us at any one time in a given week could deal with that many people. Definitely. I mean, my my wife um, has a parent-teacher conference this week. And so she's, you know, listening to all these parents and they come in and She's talking about students who have over uh, a third of the year already that have been missed. And the parents don't understand that these kids are behind already because of COVID. And then they're not even bringing them to school. And then they wonder why these kids are failing, in essence, because they're not in the classroom. And it's a huge stress because my wife is held accountable for what she teaches and for what the schools are teaching. And so it's important for students to be in a classroom to have the support of parents for these parents to understand that your, your child can't learn if they're not in the classroom, that these, these teachers have all these pressures and all these metrics and things they have to meet. They're constantly testing these students to, to make sure they're meeting state standards. And so I, I feel for these teachers. I really do. And I can see why some of them, we've, my wife's even had teachers leave this year for this very issue. Within the first two or three weeks of school, she had two teachers quit over stress. Todd, we appreciate your phone call. Thank you. I wonder if the system is broken, Deb. 
I, I wonder if this old school system of vacation days and then sick days Good point. is broken. Maybe we it's just all need... broken up into separate categories yeah, you... and you have to make an excuse that you have a, a slight sore throat in order to use a sick day versus a, per, a vacation day. Yeah. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. There is a trend, personal time off, where they just give you a number of days. Mm. You can use them for vacation. You can use them for personal days. Love you it. can use them for six day, sick days. Whatever the excuse is, we don't care. This is how many days you get. Do you need a doctor's note? No. Not, not with PTO. Not with PTO. So, you can just yeah. take the day off. No excuse. Just these are the days you get. I don't know what is standard operating procedure for teachers, but what if it were during, the, you know, you know you have those vacation. Those, oh, I know this. What is, oh, go ahead. Okay. Good so too. a teacher gets, at least in the Washington school district, they get two days off. Okay. Two personal days off. During the school year. During the school okay. year. You can get two more, but you basically have to pay for the substitute. So you get Stop. four days, Stop it. but only two of them are free. So that just comes out of your paycheck? Yeah, it does. Oh, no. Yep. It no, totally, it's, is, it's a, about a hundred bucks. Dave, you missed the big headline in this interview with this, <laughs> with, with the teacher, second grade teacher. They have to pay for their own substitutes? For the third and fourth <laughs> personal days. So you've got 10 sick days oh. that you can use over the school year. And I've when never you take heard a of sick such a day, thing. That's free. Okay, you don't have to pay for the substitute. So, so when you take a day off, we're going to start charging you to pay for your your, your substitute co-host. How would that feel? Substitutes are making what seventy five, a hundred bucks a day. That's just yeah. Wow, well, I'd we, be showing up. Do we have more phone calls? <laughs> yeah, Andy in Ogden. What do you think, Andy? Um, hello. Hey, Hi. how's it going? Pretty good. Uh, well, I've I had a sister who actually lost a job due to some of the issues dealing with. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a probably a crooked uh, um, partner that they worked with that lied about some situations and dealing with parents with uh, things so she, that she dealt with. So she was um, a teacher. Yes. Okay. And you know, I, they deal with some extreme stressors. From you know, she dealt with special needs uh, adults in a, in a well, not adults, but in a high school. And there was some things going on with mm. between you know, allegations and whatnot that uh, there was actually three of them that lost a job due to everything that that happened. And and it, and it wasn't it didn't actually you know things didn't happen the proper proper way. Yeah. And Andy, th- uh, yeah, thank you. Sorry, sounds, we're we're yeah, running out of time. Complicated here. and stressful. Uh, but especially when you're talking about special needs teachers, you look at teachers' jobs in general. There's no question there. There's a lot of stress. Um, but I think it's part of the reason why teachers work 183 days out of the year and not 260, which is average. Right, we don't we don't put them through the same schedule that the rest of us go through because I think we inherently understand how difficult that job is. Stay tuned for Monday when our top story is that Utah school teachers have to pay for their own substitutes if they take one too many days off. Wow, that's shocking. Straight ahead, we're going to look at thirty five dollar insulin. So if you have diabetes, stick around. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. 
it was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.